Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Year in, year out, Richie Moonga has established himself as one of the best rugby players on the planet, so no one would have been surprised to see him scoop Super Rugby Player of the Year last night at the Rugby Awards. He dominated at 10 for the Crusaders as they went on to win another Super Rugby and Aotearoa title, which also saw them win National Team of the Year. It was a Group 1 season his namesake Moonga would have been proud of. And he's on the line this morning. He's back home in New Zealand with his beautiful whanau. And he's happy, he's kind enough to join us this morning. Morena, Richie. How are you, brother? Kia ora. Kia ora, Diggy. How's it, brother? Yeah, good. Good, Rich. Um, just, just with Bears, we're just cruising into the morning, mate. We're reacting to last night's awards. And uh, I got to interview you a couple of weeks ago when you were in MIQ. And I had to bite my lip and not announce it. But you must be... Uh, have you been able to reflect on the on the year that has been? You know, I know there's been a lot that's happened. You've you've had a Super Rugby. You've gone over to Australia. You've gone over to Europe. There's been so much to go that's gone on. But have you been able to react and think back to the Super Rugby season? And uh, how does it feel to be named Super Rugby Player of the Year, brother? Yeah, I guess it's um it's been pretty mean, bro. But to be honest, I haven't really had time to reflect on the year and especially the super rugby season it feels like mm. um ages ago um but yeah. you know just really happy that the you know the crusaders we got team of the year and it just sort of um i'm lucky enough to get the award on the back of that but you know what the boys have achieved and what razor has done with the crusaders has been amazing and um mm. just happy that you know we've got another title and um yeah, it just it just means so much to to the province and the franchise of the Crusaders. Mate, year in year out, year in year out, you're there or thereabouts with the Crusaders. You are the the first guy on the team list every week. You're playing particularly well. Your performance are to a higher standard every single week with that team. What what can you put it down to, mate? Is it tell us a bit about the environment? And I know you got a a good relationship with Scotty Hanson. Can you just delve into a bit bit more about that? Yeah, it's, um, I don't know. I think I think you know a little bit, Daggy, because you've been in the environment. Mm. And, um, 
I don't know, I think Raids is just able to create a, an environment where, you know, you can be yourself and mm. uh, he creates this environment where you just want to give as much as you can and, you know, it's, it makes it really simple and it's, it's just about pressure and about care and, you know, those are two words that are pretty blasé, but whenever I put on the jersey, I just want to give um, absolutely everything and do whatever I can to to win the game for the boys or or to put ourselves in the best position to, to win or to score a try. And that comes from the environment and from the culture. And I think Razor does that so well. And, you know, he's got guys helping him, the likes of Andrew Goodman and Scotty Hansen, who... Um, who are awesome coaches and give us players the best, the best knowledge and understanding to you know to play footy. Mm. Yeah. Hey Richie, it's uh, it's Baz here, mate. What are you um What do you got planned over the Christmas period with the with the family, the old father-in-law there, Louis Vitchley? I'm sure he's got something planned for you, fellas, <laughs> as well. Hey Baza, uh, all good, Baza. Yeah, um, it's actually funny having uh. Back in the day, when when Lou used to talk about playing golf on a Wednesday, he'd be he'd always name drop your name, Baz. He'd be like, yeah, yeah, Bazza and uh, Bazza and the boys. <laughs> he'd be like, yeah, he'd come, he'd come back from Wednesday golf. He'd be like, Baz, Flem, Astle, all the lads. Uh, <laughs> well, that's quite now funny because then when he played. Play golf with us, and he'd be like, "Oh yeah, no, no, Richie was over for dinner last night, you know." <laughs> <laughs> now he comes back. Now he comes back from Wednesday golf, and he says, "Daggy," and I'm like, "Oh, stink." <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> joking, brother. Joking, brother. No, nah, yeah, it's um, so yeah, looking Love forward it. to the Christmas period, bro, and and um, you know, the festive season and. Just spending time with my family, bro. It's you know, I've been back three weeks and um I left to to go join the, the A B's boys when, when my little boy Marley was, was two days old. So just um bro, I just love having no plans and um just having the phone on airplane mode and just you know, spending time with the kids and doing jobs around the house. So that's that's what I'm looking forward to the most over the over the Christmas period. Mate, no doubt you'll be keeping up the training. I've been um, seeing a bit on your Instagram. You're, you're pretty passionate about weightlifting and powerlifting, mate. Will you been doing a bit over the <laughs> over the summer break? <laughs> of course. Tell bro, us some numbers. Um... Tell us some numbers. What, what are your numbers, though? <laughs> Come on, let us know. It's not about the numbers, Daggy. Hey, Daggy, you're always about the numbers, Daggy. It's not about the numbers. <laughs> it's just about. Uh... <laughs> oh, hey, numbers count. I know your background is you know, looking good. Shush. So it's just, uh, I, I love training and, um, you know, putting in heaps of work over the preseason. Is sometimes I kid, I kid around with the, with the boys and I only play rugby because I like to train so much and train full time. So it's cool. It's, it keeps me uh, busy and, um, yeah. you know, keeps me hungry for the new year and hopefully, um, you know, another a good super season next year. Ah, beauty. What about the horse, mate, Moonga? Have you had a little chat to Annabelle, 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 Annabelle over in Australia and how things are going, mate? And have you got any ambitions to get another one? <laughs> oh, bro, it's, um, yeah, it's been a you know crazy year with Moonga too. Um, you know, he's been really successful and, you know, he, mm. he won the Rosal Guinness and, and the Wink Stakes. So, 
he's just having a bit of a break, a pre-season break on the, I think the outskirts of Sydney uh, on another farm. But then um, I think in about two weeks, he'll join Annabelle back in the stable um, in like mm. a, a pre-season hit of, I think, 10 weeks. So hopefully, hopefully mid to late Feb, um, he's, he's, he'll have his first race for 2022. Hey, Richie, I'll get in trouble if I don't ask this, so I'm going to have to. Um, my brother-in-law, Paul Asa, reckons that he taught you everything, you know, playing there for Linwood down at the uh, the old club footy and, and, you know, just just wants to know if you're, if you're ever going to thank him for uh, for all of his inspiration and leadership. Oh, bro, Paul Asa, um, I miss that guy, honestly. I think he was probably the I felt sorry for him the most because every time at training I would step someone or gas someone it would be him mate. And I'd look up and he'd be I'd look up he'd be on the back side and I just would feel so sorry for him I don't know if you know there's a dancer called the Nene and one, one day I stepped him and he did the Nene onto his back bro <laughs> oh, that's brilliant that's great that's gold I'm going to nah, get that man, played bro. back and I'm just going to give it to him for Christmas that's awesome <laughs> he'll, he'll know he'll know <laughs> he did the Nene wow <laughs> oh that's so funny hey um, oh, but, mate I'm like I know you'll go back to Moonga. You had had so much success this year, and I know you, you're doing a pretty special thing. You, you you're giving all your money to that you've got from the winnings to Child Cancer Foundation, aren't you? So, how much were you able to raise? How much were you able to raise and give um, back? And that must be pretty cool to be able to give back, bro. It's, yeah, it's pretty mean. I think um, when I got involved with Moonga, I didn't. I probably didn't know the. Uh, the success Monga would have, or, or I, I didn't really know much about racing, but um, you know, I'm an ambassador for Child Cancer Foundation, and um, it's a foundation that's you know really close to my heart. And, and working with the kids have been amazing. But Man. you have raised over yeah over a hundred thousand for Child Cancer Foundation, and um, wow. it's been awesome. You know, just to have that connection with them, and also people that working within CCF have being able to watch Wonga race and um, being involved in a bit of the racing too, which is which is pretty cool. Wow, that's amazing, man. Like $100,000 from, you know, just being uh, named, a horse being named after you and you giving back to Child Cancer Foundation, mate. That could do, that is going to do a lot for kids around the country. And uh, I know you're very passionate about it, mate, and you're all about the people and that's why everyone everyone loves you down here in Christchurch, Richie. Um, so keep it up, brother. And uh, we've just got a wee horse, me and Baz. So maybe, maybe you can watch out for that one. We haven't named it yet. Got any names for us? Oh wow! Didn't get the didn't get a call in, did I? I missed the, missed the boat there. <laughs> I know. Now you got to pay good. for this one, bro. <laughs> 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 that makes sense, hey? That makes sense, Biggie, because your house is big enough for a stable, eh? Hey? <laughs> Bang! <laughs> no, no horses down here, brother. No horses. Only little ponies for Tilly. That's all she's getting. Anyway, hey, anyway. hey Richie, we we're, we're talking before we got that black clash coming up, and uh, Izzy, we're just trying to get him a little game plan to try and get some runs this year. Um, what, do, yeah. what do you do? You think? Do you think Izzy's any good at following instructions? Or do you think he's a bit more kind of you know, a bit more Bro, cavalier? Baggy's ears are painted on, bro. 
All right. Why? So, uh, nah. Why do you say that? Why you say- nah, honestly, <laughs> honestly, bro, I wish I could give some advice or something, but me and cricket, nah, I don't know anything about cricket. And <laughs> leg side, offside, mate, that's, I, I don't know, bro. But yeah. Uh, and actually, that's one thing I'm not gutted that I haven't been invited to or asked about. So that's Maggie's. Uh, I'll tell you one thing, bro. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing, Rich. If 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 Nuggie can do it, anyone can do it. All right. So there you go. You got hope. <laughs> you got hope, my brother. <laughs> hey, bro. We got a quick text here. Quick text on the text line from Mark. He said, "Could you ask what what it's been like having Pablo Matera in the setup? I know he's probably just joined up, but have you seen Pablo? Have you caught up with Pablo Matera?" Nah, I haven't, Bryce. I haven't. I haven't seen him yet. But um, you know, there's definitely a lot of noise uh, about him since he's since he's landed in Christchurch, and um, mm. uh, I'm looking forward to meeting him and just getting to know him. And just man, I'm just excited because I know the the player that he is and what he's going to bring to the team. Um, but yeah, at the same time, I'm just going to have to let him know real real quick, hey, who's boss around here. And, uh, you know, who runs things, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're not lying to me. Pablo, mate. I'm going to have to do Pablo, mate. Yeah, There's a bit of noise about you since you've come in, but, mate, you're just going to have to settle down, all right? <laughs> Find your seat on the bus. Find where you need to sit on the bus. <laughs> right up the front. Right up the front, bro. And just when I say that, you're going, just when I say that, I think you'll pick me up with one hand, and I'll be like, no, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good man, Richie. Good man. We love having you on the show, brother. We got a text come through. We also love him because he's the best number ten in the world. That is from Matt. So yeah, everyone yeah. loves you, bro, and you uh, you deserve the rewards you're getting and and all the accolades. And we appreciate you here on Bears and Is here for breakfast. Don't ever come on my show and embarrass me like that again, mate. You wait till I see you in town. I'll be picking you up. We'll Have a great home, Christmas. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas Cheers, to the Moana family, Merry bro. Christmas, brother. <laughs> Festive season is usually a great time to watch some football as we reach the halfway point in the Premier League. However, COVID has ripped through the league, postponing this week's Man United clash with Brentford and then threatening numerous games. Tottenham's has also been impacted by COVID outbreak, which reminds me, Baz. The Spurs are going to be standing there at the end of the year with the trophy a loft, then I'm going to be saying thanks for your time, Harry. Oh, Harry Simeo is an ace broadcaster and a good friend of the show, and he's with us now to talk us through the drama. Morning, Harry. I know you're heading over and you're driving to the Arsenal game, but we appreciate you on the show. Has Tottenham still got a chance? No, they never did have a chance, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> still so early oh. in the competition. Long way well, to go, yeah, the seventh, the seventh on the, on the table. They, they had a, a little string of runs, but no, they've still got no chance. Anyway, Harry, thanks so much for joining us on Bears and Izzy for breakfast. How bad is this COVID situation, mate? Yeah, it's um, it's getting worse by the day. Um, I think today in the UK was the the highest number of COVID cases ever since the whole thing started. So we kind of feel like getting back to square one again. There's been a number of league games that have cancelled because being sort of uh, struck down by cases of the virus within their capital. We had a game this evening between Burnley and Watford, which was due to take two hours before kickoff, 
that one's been postponed as well. So there's a lot of concern at the moment with regards to where we get these played. And as you mentioned, the festive period is really, really busy in our sport. So the problem is, you, if you postpone all these games, when are you going to fit back in as well? So it just throws everything into doubt. Yeah, mm-hmm. Harry. Uh, just wondering, mate. I might not have got the prediction right with uh, with the Spurs, but just talk to me about Harry Kane, mate. He's only got one goal this season. They've only scored sixteen. It's been one of their major problems. He's normally the best, one of the best strikers in the world when he plays for England. But what's going on with him at the moment? Yeah, he's going through a really difficult patch. He is playing, so um, you know, because of a, a lack of game time, Tottenham had to obviously change their manager. Uh, got rid of Bruno Espirito-Santo and replaced him with Antonio Conte because results performances weren't where they needed to be. So I think Tottenham as, as a whole have had a lot of issues this season. The spotlight is on Harry Kane, given how, as you mentioned, influential he's been in the past. But this feels like a bit of a hangover from what happened in the summer with Harry Kane. He made it very, very clear to Tottenham that he wanted to move on and wanted the opportunity to compete for the biggest trophy. didn't obviously feel that that would happen at Spurs. The club dug their heels in, didn't allow him to go in this place now where he's stuck on this long-term contract at Tottenham. Clearly he isn't happy. And a lot of people say, well, he's a professional. He should just get get on with it, sit down and crack on. But I think he's finding it really, really difficult. Um, and the one thing is that if people weren't willing to break the bank and convince Tottenham to part ways with him, then I don't think they're going to be willing to break the bank. Kane, who's had a whole season... Uh, where he's not been very good, so it's it's a big worry for Spurs fans, and it's a big worry for the game. Yeah, exactly. I guess what what is it that they need to unlock to be able to get the best out of him? Because they just are not scoring enough goals at the moment, are they? No, they're not, and they've been so heavily reliant on him and Hyungmin uh, Son as well uh, to kind of get their goals and. They brought in a new manager, as I mentioned, and, and they're hoping that that will see an upturn. It has seen a small upturn. They are picking up more points now, but football is not the attacking football that you come to associate with Tottenham over the years. So they are. I think they're going through a major transition. They went to the league final a few seasons, and that was really their peak. Um, you know, it's a shame for them, not for me, obviously, that they didn't win it. Uh, but now they're in a place where they're needing to rebuild, and I think. One of the big problems at Spurs has been that the, the chairman, Daniel Levy, appears to want to keep kicking the can down the road in terms of reinvesting serious money and building this team up from scratch again. He's made a couple of managerial appointments that have obviously been the wrong appointments. Joe Mourinho, Nuno Espirito Santo, they're having to start again. But, you know, you can bring in the best manager in the world if the investment's not there to bring the playing staff in, then Tottenham are going to continue to struggle. What about my man United, Harry? What about my Manchester United? Are they, how have they been tracking in well, your eyes and have they still got anything left in the tank? Well, I still expect Manchester United to finish in the top four. I've said it from the start of the season. I thought that the top four was pretty much nailed on with uh, Liverpool, Manchester City, Chelsea and Manchester United. It was just about in what order they'd come in. Manchester United, obviously... Had a difficult period, and, and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer lost his job as a result of that. They brought in Ralf Rangnick, a German coach, very well thought of in Europe, um, until the end of the season, and then he'll be moving into a consultancy role with regards to recruitment going forward. 
I think Ragnick will get Manchester United back on track. They looked as though they turned the corner and then turned in a bit of a disappointing performance in their last fixture. Um, they, they won the game against Norwich, but a lot of people were saying that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer Manchester United was back. So I, I still think, if you're asking if they have enough in the tank, I still think they'll have enough in the tank to finish in the top four come the end of the season. But I think, although they might not have said it publicly, there were a few Man United supporters and perhaps people within the club who felt that given the, the summer signings, Ronaldo, Varane, Jadon Sancho, that they were going to challenge for the Premier League title and it looks like they're still a million miles off of that. Hey, just a quick one before we let you go, Harry. So th- this COVID situation over there, how big a risk or danger is it to to the tournament and, and the uh, the people trying to pull everything together? Is It just must be so disrupting. Yeah, definitely. And, and the thing is, it's kind of come out of the blue again a little bit. I know those who probably follow the situation closely in terms of the pandemic itself might have said might say that this is, uh, you know, it's not come out of the blue. It's been building up for a while. But for us as football people, you know, we're back in the stadiums. We've been attending games. It felt like we'd gotten back to normal. And just when you get towards the Christmas period where the football is, is really intense and there's games every two or three days, we've been hit by it again. And we're wondering tonight, you know, it might be a, a, a bit of an omen because before the first lockdown, the last game I attended was Arsenal versus West Ham at the Emirates Stadium. And I'm currently in the car now on my way to Arsenal versus West Ham at the Emirates Stadium. So it depends if you believe in that kind of stuff. But I wouldn't be surprised if uh, there's reduced capacities uh, or perhaps no fans at all. A lot of other European countries have already made that move uh, in anticipation of this problem. I wonder if, if we're going to get that here as well. Yeah, a little wait and see, I guess. But thank you very much for joining us on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Again, Harry, absolute champion. We really appreciate your insights and uh, and enjoy the game this evening, mate. Cheers, Thanks Haz. for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Time for our McCafe coffee catch-up. And it's the last one for the year for us, and it's a pleasure to bring into the show one of the leading limited-overs batsmen in the world, World Cup winner, destructive with bat in hand, an absolute champion bloke as well all round. Well... He's not just a brilliant cricket. He's actually quite gifted at the beautiful game as well, which is football. But maybe his South African roots is also means why, why he's so good with the oval ball too. And maybe why he's a bit of a fan of the famous goose step that Izzy Dag possessed back in the day too. So it's Jason Roy who jo- joins us on the line. It's great to catch <laughs> up with you, Jay Roy. Hope all's good over your way, mate. Yeah, all well, mate. Evening. Hope you can hear me. All right. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we got you we good. Got you. We got you good. Thanks, right, thanks Dan, for joining. Yeah, morning, uh, good both. morning, good evening. Yeah, thanks so for hell joining. Of a, hell of an introduction, guys. Thank show. you very much. Might be a slight delay, but we'll work with that. Yeah, mate, uh, everything's good in your world. The injuries healed up, and you're getting a bit of time at home before Christmas. Yeah, everything's going well, mate. Thank you. I like a um, couple of weeks ahead, which is uh, which is always good prepping for uh, uh, the next tour to Barbados, uh, making sure my rehab's going extra good just for that. Uh, the tour to Barbados, is that a cricket trip or is that more of a social event? <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, fully, fully-fledged <laughs> cricket trip, mate. Very, very focused on that one. <laughs> oh, fantastic, mate. Um, obviously, uh, we've got the Ashes going on at the moment and the boys head into, um, head into tonight's game, the Pink Bull Test match there. 
at Adelaide after a pretty tough first test match. You've been covering it up there with BT Sport as well as a cricket yeah. pundit, which which is great to see you doing that. What are your thoughts on how the boys might be able to uh, line up in this one, bud? Yeah, it was a tough, tough first watch, obviously. Um, I mean, we had one good day out of four, um, which isn't always ideal. But, you know, I think, I'll say four, but three and a half. But it, I don't know, it, it's going to be a tough one. You know, their bowling attack is absolutely phenomenal. So I think that's where it's going to be going to be won or lost. I think our batters are going to have to try and get a, get a toast on the board. But we'll see which, which team we go with as well, with, with Jimmy and, um, and Brody back in the side, two hugely kind of successful guys. But, you know, I'm not sure our bowling was, was, was too bad in that first. That's the thing. We actually created a few chances mm. and, and did a decent job. So, I don't know. I, th- I think with the bats, where it's going to be one of us. Well, who needs, uh, hey, Jason, it's Izzy here, mate. Great to have you on the show. I was watching that test match, and, um, yeah, you're right. Like, the bowling side of it, I thought Mark Wood was bowling really well, and they they put Australia yeah. under a ton of pressure. But in the batting side, apart from Joe Root and Darwood Milan in their second innings, there was no one else. Who are you hoping to see and, and, and some expectations we could look to that's got a bit of talent that we haven't quite seen yet? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm obviously very biased. I've got... Um Got my boys, uh, Popey and, and Rory Burns in there, and um, yeah. you know I kind of want. I'm back in them, and I like seeing Popey in that side. He's a, he's a he's done some incredible things in the county game here in in, in England, and he's an except. Once he gets going, he's good to watch. You know, he plays all around the ground and and kind of keeps the game going, which is always exciting. Um, so I'm I'm hoping for some some time at the crease for those boys. And and to be fair, like I'm middle order there. Any of them get in and get going, it's exciting to watch. So, um, yeah, I think it's a it's a big test match for a lot of them, to be honest. It's a big test match. Hey, Jay Roy, what about um, Josh Hazelwood out? He's a gun as well, especially in the pink ball test Mate. match, delivering it from that height. Yeah. Jai Richardson comes in. Do you think the boys will be will be happy with that, even though Richardson bowls smoke? I don't know. <laughs> Jai bowls rockets, bro. So you're kind of like, you might get a few more scoring <laughs> options, but he's, he's getting it around your chin and he's, he could break you. So, I mean, it's, it's what, what do you want? I think Josh is, is incredible. He doesn't miss his area. Um, to me, one of the hardest guys to score off, even, even in, in white ball cricket, he's, he's, he's found a way to just come in and just hit a zone and make it tricky for us. So, um, I think, yeah, I think obviously Jai's, Jai's an incredible bowler, but yeah, Josh, Josh will be a bit of a miss for them, but, Still, mate, it's still a serious attack, isn't it? Hey, Jace, mate, you're a South African-born English, so surely yeah. you threw the oval ball around, brother. So surely. Well, give us a little <laughs> run. You play a bit of code back in the day, and how'd you go? Mate, I was, uh, you know what? I'm glad I actually chose cricket. I look back now, I go down and watch my boys play down in the, the local rugby club, and, mate, honestly, I swear to God, I'd get broken in half now. I don't know how Baz <laughs> ever picked up that ball again. But um, yeah, no, I, I love my rugby. I love my rugby. He's still going. Yeah, no, nah, he's he's mad. Yeah. Though. He's mad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, um, I'll I definitely want to pick it back up um, later on. But um, I love I love rugby. Loved rugby. Um, played a lot of it growing up, and in a South African family, and dad was a huge advocate of the game, kind of pushing me towards that 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 pathway. Yeah. But yeah, I think chose. Um, Chose a small round one in the end and tried my luck with that. And so, so far, so good. 2019 final. 
South Africa versus England. <laughs> Where were oh, you yeah. sitting? You have half and half shirt or what? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I don't know. <laughs> I was, uh, no, I, um, my dad, my dad got a bad, uh, got a rude awake. He came and he came and watched with me, and he turned up in his in his like green chinos and a my South African rugby jersey and a South African flag, and hung it up in my lounge. And I tore it down. I said, "What are you doing? Take that out of here, man!" Like, come on. Um, and uh, yeah, I had my I had my England jersey on and supporting the boys because, uh, like, yeah, yeah. I've been there since I was 10, so it's a bit different. So, But he was, mate, and then they won. You should have seen the carry-on. Holy. Oh, mate. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, don't reckon we, I don't reckon we spoke for a couple of weeks, I think. I was just like, what, what, what is wrong with you? Yeah. But, yeah, that was, that was uh, tough to take. Hey, uh, like man. hey is, just to give you a bit of background as well on J-Roy. So J-Roy's yeah. like heavily tattooed, um, drives a yeah. Harley. Uh, family man in that, but uh, drives a Harley. Bang sixes for a living. Um, and there's a great photo on his Instagram of uh, when we're in the UAE. We're at the hotel they're staying at. It was like a real sort of uh, Ibiza moment where he's standing up in the DJ's box with his arms raised. <laughs> and all I could think of yeah. is, is he dag wishes he was right there right now? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, what, a, what, a spot. <laughs> what a spot, bro. <laughs> I was making something good out of nothing. We're in a bubble, just oh mate, wishing our lives away, and I was just up there, just cracking out some tunes. So yeah, you know, you got to make do. <laughs> yeah, you took it on real good, I I reckon. Uh, hey, Jace, um, just uh, just talk to us, mate. We've had um, we've had some some cool people on the show over the years, and there's been a little bit of chat around your um, one day and and T twenty side as well with some of the guests that we've yeah. had on. Can you just uh, go and? Give us a little bit of an insight into that environment that you guys have got within that group. You're led by, by a good good mate of ours, Owen Morgan. But but what is it which yeah. is so special about that team, and, and why is it you've been able to achieve what you have with them? Yeah, I, it's a great question, mate. To be honest, I think the um, I think from the beginning when we when we first started and I first got kind of called up, um, it was against uh, it was actually against the Kiwis and we the first series I remember Morgs coming up to me and just saying look mate like no matter what happens this series so we're backing you and um, we've seen what you're about we, we you're picked for a reason type thing and I think from there on in that feeling of kind of having someone like him um, backing you uh, no matter what and you, you kind of that fear of failure goes out the window a little bit so I think mm. for us to have carried that on. Um, and play without that that fear of failure was a huge thing and and we just carried that on and we learned on the job and there'll be a lot of series where we were bowled out for I don't know, 100 120 but then somewhere along the line we'll make know, 360 370 um possibly even in the same series so like we're quick learning but that's because i think that fear of failure wasn't really there um and also the environment we're all, we're all very honest with each other we kind of we pick each other up um, when we're down and, and if we're not kind of pulling our weight in training or we're probably not doing the right things, someone will have a word along the line and it's just a pretty cool place to be. It's like an enjoyable place. You, you kind of, you wake up in the morning for training or whatever and you, you put the jersey on and you kind of look forward to turning up, which is, which is a pretty cool feeling. So, um, it, it's quite hard to kind of put a, put the finger on why it's kind of been created. But I think back for right from the beginning with Morgs and like you said, he's a top fella and, Everyone respects him quite a lot, a lot, so on and off the fields, which makes a huge difference. I, uh, I think if people talk of about rivalries, and there's a big one in Australia at the moment, England, Australia. But I feel as of late, 
the Black Caps England rivalry has come of age, particularly in the big stage. Mate. We've had we've had yeah. our wins, we've had our losses. Mate, how have you enjoyed that rivalry with the Black Caps? Mate, we always have such good games. I don't know, like it's crazy. We we <laughs> we always have these games. We just like what is something always happens. It's it's just mad. I mean, don't have to obviously remind about the the 29th World Cup, but everything else around that, even at the start. No, but that's not even that's neither here nor there. Let's not talk about that. But um, especially on a New Zealand radio show, let's keep that quiet. And, uh, but yeah, we just seem to have good games, man. We just need to have really good games. And like, I think the, like all the matchups and all the stuff that goes around cricket really works well. Um, but also, the strange thing is, off the field, it's probably the, the team we get on the most with. And we have the best banter with mm. it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah very cool. It looks like we're too. Uh, yeah, both teams are uh, they're very similar, actually, led by similar people in terms of their cricketing kind of thought process. But, yeah, that's uh, very true. Live their lives slightly differently, Morgs and, uh, and Kane. But uh, both absolute <laughs> champions, mate. We're going we're gonna to let you go in, uh, in just a sec. But talk to us, your family man now you've got the kids and and yeah. the wife and everything's everything's good with life and what do you got planned for christmas mate, everything's good mate i've actually got my got the, got a second one on the way due literally any time now she's due oh. new year's eve so i'm running around the house just trying to trying to get, get it done and not doing not doing too many things right as you as you, as you know like it's, it gets to a pretty tough period for them so um looking forward to number two coming along and yeah that's really? that's all i'm doing i'm just we're just good prepping luck. for that yeah yeah, yeah, you yeah. You have to get a sidecar yeah, for yeah, the Harley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that's it, mate. That's all I'm doing. I'm just uh, prepping all of that sort of stuff. But Harley yeah, be changed. gone, mate. Lots, Sold, lots wouldn't it? Going on. No, absolutely not, mate. That'll that, that's sticking around for good. That's been there's been a few conversations where that's got to that's got to go. That's got to go. Nah, you're having a laugh, mate. That's staying. <laughs> <laughs> that's no chance. But yeah, it's uh, all's going well. Thanks, mate. Everything's everything's very well. So, Jace, just before we let you go, we get a lot of guests on. And, like, we had a guest on before, and they ripped me to shreds. They paid me out. But no one's come on the show and shared a wee yarn about Baz Skip McCullen. And he's not perfect. He's not the perfect man. I can tell you that right now. Have you got something you can just tell? To just just get that little shine off his, off his forehead that I can see in the camera. Is there something know, that you man. can just share? This isn't good. Jeez, I don't know, mate. I think it was, it was always, it's always, uh, he's always been a guy I've looked up to and kind of the way he plays his game is, is pretty, pretty special and he, and he draws crowds. But I remember I played with him in, uh, in Dubai and I was quite young at the time. I was probably remember with Lahore Kalandas and uh, we're in Dubai there with Rusty Elliott, Grant Elliott. And uh, yeah, we were, um, I turned up and I was thinking, you know, it's going to be awesome sort of playing with Basil Kalandas. Anyway, we spent a few nights together, and I quickly realised that this is being a professional cricket, cricketer is hard work. Because this, if this is what the best in the world are doing every night, going out to these long dinners and having long lunches and enjoying them, <laughs> I was like, I can't keep up with this. <laughs> I, like, I can't keep up with this, mate. Like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm turning up to the games. I'm thinking, geez, I'm not sure about this. Like, how? And then he goes and peels off some runs, like he's like everything's right as rain. I'm like, what's going on? I'm hiding in the back and a cold towel on my head. <laughs> Um, but no, I, I, I don't have too much dirt on him, man. Just other than he's, he's pointed me in the right direction in the way to be kind of yeah. outside of cricket. So, yeah, all good. Thank man you, by night, man by day. Thank you. 
<laughs> Thank you, Jairo. I'll, I'll, I'll sort you out uh, later on. Much appreciated, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I, oh, I was a bit concerned there. But anyway, hey, um, mate, we'll, we'll let you go, Jairo, but we really appreciate you jumping on uh, online and hopefully the English boys can um, can put up a, a better fight this time around, get themselves back in the series. Yeah. But it's great to hear that things are going well with uh, with the family and all the very best for the for the second birth. Uh, coming up as well, and thanks, it's bro. great to see your families growing, mate. So all the best. Yeah, thanks, bro. Cheers, yeah, no, good chatting, guys. Thank you very much. Grant Elliott, the hairy jab, T.S. Elliott, a fellow SNZ mm. man. It's great to have him on the phone. He can't bear mm. listening to us dissect his bowling lineup, and he wants a piece <laughs> of the action. So very good morning to you, Granta. Hey, Hello, fellas. How's it going? Yeah, I, I turned on the radio on the way to work and uh, was listening to you, and I just heard my name, and um, I think uh, Izzy was calling me Dolly Elliott. Um, <laughs> and I know there's been a lot of chat about targeting me as a bowler, but you boys have been busy. Um, I heard uh, in the office that you've got a new little cult um, by So You Think. Is that uh, yeah. the news? Yeah, oh. yeah. By so you think, that's right. It's <laughs> gonna be a champion. It's gonna be a champion, Grant. Yeah, nothing I gets like past me here, boys. So I've got my ears close to Ooh. the ground. But I think when it comes to Izzy's batting, um, and I mean we have done analysis on some of the rugby <laughs> players, um, mm-hmm. we actually don't spend a lot of time on Izzy. Uh, he's one of those players that we <laughs> we we don't actually. We don't have enough footage to be able to go through, you know, where his weaknesses are. Uh, and the general message is, I mean, some players we might go, listen, we might have to go a couple of shorts and then try, you know, fit the stump outside, swing it away. Um, whereas Izzy, um, I'm just looking at the notes from last year and it was just full and straight. <laughs> so, Grant, um, Grant, your see, bowling lineup. That's for you. Mm. <laughs> your bowling lineup. Shane Bond, Kyle Mills, Jacob Oren, Daniel Vittori, Mattress McCullum, Tom Walsh, and Grant Elliott. I mean, realistically, is he? He's going to lay off Vittori, take <coughs> him for six and over. Uh, he's, he knows now his plan against Bond, Mills, Oren. Um, Tom Walsh is a little bit unpredictable. You've got a little bit of Craig McMillan in there for his aggression. He's, he'll, he'll bowl six short balls and over and then run out of steam. And then you've got yourself a mattress. So I, I guess I guess there's a target. There's a target on your back. Yeah. He's going to look to try and yeah, take see, it downtown. See, that's where you're wrong, Grant. That's where you're wrong. Yes, <laughs> I haven't had too much time in this in the middle. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. Jason Spice couldn't hit a, hit a fly if he wanted to. But that's okay. That's okay. I've got a plan now. I've got a plan now. Mills, left stump, slightly open. Cut shot, strength, Daggy's cut shot. Yeah, Vittori got me last year, arm ball, didn't pick that. Doesn't turn it, I've figured that out now. Bondi, off stump guard, onside play, very quick. I'll see that from Milo, he's old. Vittori, off stump, doesn't turn it, play in the V, play in the V. Orem, deep in my crease, bounce is his strength, back foot play, pull, hook, whatever, Back foot all day. Elliot, dollies, swing for the hills. Mattress, toes a wiggle, 
Toes a wiggle, bat off stunt, attack first ball, down the wicket, no spin. Smack him over his head. <laughs> so you two are my target. <laughs> well, I mean, I think huh? one, of, one of the things I've been really disappointed in, besides your batting, which has been extremely disappointing for the crowd, I mean, they pay good money to go and see you in the middle, Izzy, and you haven't really delivered. So I, I do hope that you deliver this season. But I'd love to see the rugby boys out the night before. Um, I always sort of scan oh. my eyes around at about 9pm <laughs> and there's only cricket players. You've all gone to bed or maybe you're having a little clandestine net session. I don't know what it is. Um, you're, you're Mate, pretty, we um, all can't... <laughs> we all can't be styrus the we all can't be styrus the virus carrying around shots we run going, Hey, get one of these in ya <laughs> Well actually that that was a good story. So Cyrus uh, played last year and he thought, Well it'd be a good idea to try and get the, the rugby players a little bit tanked. So he started buying shots for everyone. But you guys had all disappeared, so he ended up buying them for all the cricketers. It couldn't help <laughs> <laughs> and you stole one. Didn't help us at all. <laughs> have, oh, you man, been, be have you been challenged. preparing for this game? Have you been training, um, Grant? Oh, no, I haven't been training. I mean, I train uh, once every two weeks with my cricket team, the old table and cricket club, um, which mainly is me throwing to them. Um, and while they, we try and sort out their techniques, so you're more than welcome to come to those next sessions. But no, it's just it's mentally getting through that first night for me, Baz. I mean, we heard Jason Roy of the Lahore Calunders, and that brought back some good memories of how to um, play on and off the field. <laughs> yeah, you're also a member of the Lahore Calunders, and uh, we also enjoyed ourselves on those trips as too, but uh, Grant, so you're uh, so you, you're working throughout the the Christmas period, mate, or are you just on holiday? No, so I'm uh, I, I had a little bit of a sabbatical. So me and Dan McCarty are back on SCNZ on the Saturday special this Saturday. We're going to play a, our nice. Christmas bumper special. I think our last hour is going to be the the best interviews we've had. Um, and then um, I'm doing a little bit of commentary for Spark. So we've got the test match, new test match, um, and domestic cricket. So it's good to have cricket back for the summer, Baz. Missed it, missed it a lot. So I never thought I'd enjoy, you know, commentating test match cricket because you know what my um, concentration span is like. But love, love test cricket. And um, right. I'm really looking forward to seeing the, the world champion test uh, cricket team out in action. And hopefully everyone can come and support the Black Caps. Yes. yes. It's gonna be great. Hey mate, how'd you enjoy? I must, I must say, I really enjoyed you and Dan's buddy core on the SNZ throughout the T Twenty World Cup. Did you enjoy it? You enjoy giving us giving the call for SNZ? Yeah, it was good. It was long. It was long hours, Izzy. But um, uh, mm. I mean, I actually said to Dan McCarty, I, I said, feel you, brother. These are the biggest, biggest games I've ever, um, ever called. You know, you're calling the World Cup and doing it from New Zealand, so yeah. you really do get the the full sense of, um, you know, the patriotism and the way that the, the team perform in world uh, tournaments is just amazing. Always step up. And, you know, there's a, a huge opportunity for the White Ferns as well. Uh, leading into the season, they're rebuilding their team and 
there's a World Cup coming up in New Zealand. So, um, you know, also the women's team is, is hopefully going to be a lot stronger and learn from the lessons that they were probably taught by the English team recently. So we've got it's such a rich period for New Zealand cricket. And I know Baz always talks about it as well, but you really have to enjoy this period as a, as a Black Caps fan because there has been some mm. lean periods and this is um, a golden age for our team and our supporters and just have to get behind yeah. them and enjoy it. So any chance you get to, to watch test cricket or one day or even the domestic stuff, I think uh, it's a great opportunity for both men and women's team. Spot on, mate. Well, thank you very much for joining us this morning. We're going to crack on, as as you will well understand, being a radio man yourself. Cheers, now, but, uh, Yeah, well done on all of your commentary alongside Daniel McCarty as well, especially considering that English is your second language. Thanks heaps, Grant Elliott, for joining us on Baz and Izzy for breakfast, and we'll catch up Thanks, with you very Alan. soon. We'll be back See on the, the other mouth. side. <laughs>